If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Oregon. It's Friday, November 6th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A week after Clark County deputies shot and killed a 21-year-old black man near Vancouver during a drug investigation, Law enforcement officials have yet to clarify conflicting statements about whether he fired a handgun at officers. They also have yet to provide the names of the three deputies who fired on Kevin E. Peterson Jr. in the parking lot of a U.S. bank in Hazel Dell on October 30th. And they have not disclosed if detectives found drugs on Peterson or inside the car where authorities say they first encountered him. On Tuesday, five days after Peterson was killed, Clark County Prosecutor Tony Golick asked the Lower Columbia Major Crimes Team, which includes members of the Cowlitz County Sheriff's Office and Longview Police Department, to take on the lead role on the independent investigation team. A spokesman for the new investigating group again declined to provide basic information about the case on Thursday. The Portland City Council voted down a proposed $18 million cut to the Portland Police budget 3-2 on Thursday nearly five months after they approved rerouting $15 million slated for the police budget to other city programs and initiatives. The majority of the council called for more comprehensive discussions of how to best reform public safety in Portland, and they expressed concerns over the layoffs that could result from a cut of that size. Mayor Ted Wheeler, Commissioner Amanda Fritz, and Commissioner Dan Ryan, who all voted no, All said significant changes need to be made to the Portland Police Bureau and the county's criminal justice system. But they said taking away more money from the Bureau without a more thoroughly developed plan is not in the city's best interest. Commissioner Joanne Hardesty and Commissioner Chloe Udaley, who proposed the cuts to the police budget and voted yes, noted the funds would have been reallocated to community needs, such as food assistance and legal defense for Portlanders facing evictions. They said the cuts would have shown that the city's elected leaders were responsive to the scores of residents who have called for alternative methods of enduring public safety that involve less police. Meanwhile, Portland's police union said it had filed a legal challenge to stop the implementation of Measure 26-217, which would establish a police oversight board in the city. The measure passed with more than 80% of the vote. The Portland Police Association says the measure would violate its labor agreement with the city. Oregon shattered another coronavirus record by reporting 805 new cases Thursday, dramatically exceeding the previous daily high of 600 as the trajectory of the pandemic reached unprecedented levels statewide. Oregon's daily average for new cases at 578 over the past week is up 77% from two weeks ago and a staggering 159% from two months ago. Oregon's case spike is not the result of more testing. The test positivity rate on Thursday jumped to 12.5%, the highest on record. Amid the surge, Governor Kate Brown and officials for the Oregon Health Authority have not publicly articulated a plan to slow spread. 
Officials are working behind the scenes, however, to revise six-month-old reopening criteria in the event Brown needs to issue orders to restrict activities or operations for select business industries in targeted geographies. Brown will hold a news conference on Friday. Oregonians on Tuesday voted overwhelmingly to decriminalize possession of small amounts of street drugs, a first in the United States. Oregon's new role as drug policy pioneer means lawmakers are working without a blueprint or putting into place such sweeping changes. Measure 110 is supposed to take effect in February, but State Senate President Peter Courtney told The Oregonian and Oregon Live it is too early to tell if that can happen, given all that lawmakers must consider. They'll have to weigh the policy's financial implications and how the new system will help people get treatment without the force of the criminal justice system. Courtney said it's unlikely the work will be done in one legislative session. Tara Hurst, who works on behalf of the Measure 110 campaign, said there's no need for delay. The Oregonian and Oregon Live's Noel Crombie discussed what's next after the passage of Measure 110 on the latest episode of Beat Check with the Oregonian. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Beat Check with the Oregonian. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.